The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic live in studio. Jeff Kowal is here, as you just heard. A little repetitive there. Good morning, Jeff. Redundant all over again. Good morning, Paul. How are you? <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm doing fantastic. Great to have Jeff in studio. And because Jeff is here and we are live, the phone lines are open. Any retirement question is welcome. Uh, throughout the entire hour, we have a lot of stuff coming up. The sexy segment, Wealth Management and Preservation, The Boss Minute. These are weekly features. That's for business owners, savings, and security with Aaron Kowal. Jeff, I'd like to start out with a little background about your company, and I'll start with simply your website, thekowalway.com. Well, that's interesting, Paul. Um, this show is for our listeners. Um, it's about you. It's never been about me. But what is the Kowal Way? Why thekowalway.com? Good question, Paul. We decided to do retirement planning 35 years ago in 1987. Actually, our 35th anniversary is coming up on May 1st, Paul. 35 of, years at of Koal Investment. That's Group. amazing because we just had a 20th anniversary for your radio show. Right. So it's 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 a, a monumental occasion. Eh, we survived. <laughs> so 35 I think years. I think that's a big deal for any company. Lo- yeah. A local company that you sure. started from the ground up. Jeff. Oh, absolutely. We yeah, I was I remember I was uh, my first office was in with an advertising guy that you know, I left my other office. But anyway, that's not it. Again, back to this. Uh, not a lot of advisors are doing retirement planning. Um, and some of my clients, m- many from AT&T and GE and Harley, were uh, start to retire. So I found out that it was a specialized area and there was so much that goes into it. More importantly, I found out that a lot of clients who were considering t- retiring, it wasn't about working one more day or one more week or one more year. It was about the time to enjoy the blessings of life, time to enjoy people you love with, that you love. Um, So the money was important because that allowed you to do the things, that allowed you to take the time to do the things. So it's it's about you. It's not about me. We've always put our clients' interests first, and that really is the Kowal way. So that's how we, we... we kind of thought that this is the way we do things. We always were a family first organization and um, why not do that and, and you know, treat it as a way we do it all the time and call it the Kowal way. That's what we do. Well, we, we always to, put our clients interests first. You know, last week you were on the show uh, remotely joining us, Marie McFarlane in studio, much of your staff, including Aaron Kowal and guys like Joe Still, John White, Tom Kruger, who am I missing? I'm going to miss them. Joe, Ray, John. Ray Arndt. John, yeah. Uh, uh, they're all Joe on the market Marie. updates. I mean, Absolutely. So Monday through Friday, Jeff, you and your staff do these market updates uh, on the Mark Belling Show. So we start out the Mark Belling Show with your business report for that day. It's a minute, but it's an update on everything that happens. And then in the 5 o'clock news block, and that's every day, Monday through Friday. That's right. We try to give you an idea of what's driving the market that particular day. Is it corporate earnings reports? Is it a government Screw up. What's causing the market to go up or down that particular day? Um, I try to give you an insight as to so what. How does it apply to your life and your investments? Then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ every day. 
Monday through Friday in the Mark Belling Show, 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block on WISN. I know you're busy and you got a topic to get to. And then, you know, calls and questions are always welcome. Absolutely. So along those lines, lines are open. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Number. Yes, we will take a text and answer your question on the air. 414-799-1130 for the retirement clinic. I just want to ask you, though, because of inflation now, this like in the last couple of days, Jeff, this term shrinkflation. I know we're not a consumer-driven show. We talk about retirement. I just thought, kind of saw that and thought it was odd. Then Bob and Craig chimed in last hour, meaning everything con- container-wise is going to get smaller, but the it, prices are going to go up. Yeah, you've seen, and it's a subtle way of, of driving the prices up. You know, just like with bacon, instead of a twelve, uh, sixteen ounce, you'll have a twelve ounce thing of bacon for the same price, or even a higher price. Oh yeah, oh, which oh, is yeah. worse. That's right. So what I wanted to talk about today is that you start with is just when the market gets crazy, what are you supposed to be doing like that? Um, you know, not only with inflation and, and shrinkflation. Oh, isn't there? There was a, uh, a picture that they had these security things where, you know, you have to have the, the I like in liquor. And a lot of times they have that a cap on there where you have yes. to take it off before yep. you leave the store. Yep. There's, they showed a picture of it on meat. That, that, <laughs> that they have one of those, you know, there's cellophane around it, but then they have one of those things that you have to. I mean, a, clip. was it real or was it a it Facebook real. meme? No, it was just. It's just You're kidding me. Store. No, the price of it has gone Because so meat's so expensive. Yeah. yeah, you buy a steak, it's like going to be a $100 ribeye. It could be a joke, but you know, it, it, I wouldn't doubt that. But Do what, you want my consumer tip for meat? Uh oh. <laughs> Once a year, we go in with Dawn's sister, and we buy a cow. I'll buy a cow or a pig or something, yeah. We buy the cow, and the meat is butchered locally in Fredonia, Wisconsin. It's outstanding, and it's reasonable, and it's grass-fed, and yeah. it's local. Yeah. I, that's uh, just those me. Are, yep. Um, Got to have a big freezer, chest freezer. That's right. So Yeah, we've done that in the past. Haven't done it recently. But the two things were the – this is a Jason Zweig article from Wall Street Journal. I thought this was very timely. First of all, I like a lot of his writings, Jason Zweig. Um and it talks about two things to do when the stock market gets crazy. And the thing that got my attention is that he quotes Benjamin Graham, who's like the one of the foremost, this is from 1963. So anybody who's in investments always read something about Benjamin Graham. Um, how much worse can it get, says Jason Zweig? For more than a year, it seemed the stock market could only go up. But growing certainty that the Federal Reserve intends to raise interest rates most likely as early as March sent investors scurrying. On Monday, the Dow was down over 1,000 points on a single day. Twice, it's saying more than 3%. Um, and they gyrated the rest of the week. It says, what happens next isn't the right question to ask. In a speech in 1963, the great investment analyst Benjamin Graham said, In my nearly 50 years of experience in Wall Street, I found that I know less and less about what the stock market's going to do. But I know more and more about what investors ought to do. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, nobody knows where the market's going. And what you ought to do are two things. First of all, put the market's recent fluctuations in long-term perspective. You know, don't make decisions just on a week's worth of or a month's worth of declines or movement. Then recognize that what kind of investor you are matters more than the, which investments you own. Uh, can you uh, do you have the stomach to be uh, a, a vol- uh, aggressive investor? This was an interesting part of this too. They have a chart there. Choppy waters. The S and P's long rise might have felt steady to some investors until recently, but it dropped many times along the way. They they go back to when 
August of 2011 when the S&P 500 uh, downgraded the U.S. debt from AAA. Market drop then. August of 2015, collapsing stock prices in China knocked in China knocked down U.S. shares by almost $2 trillion in a week. December of 2018, stocks suffered the worst December since 1931 falling. This is just a couple of years ago. Falling 9%. March 2020, of course, stocks fell 34% in 23 trading days. And, and you know, we hit a high last last month and you know some people are lamenting that we're down from our highs well that's true but you know it's likely to come back so, i know i shouldn't say sooner rather than later with with this president this administration this tax policy but for the first time since stocks have taken being in recent years the s&p closed down at least one percent for the day 448 times since the beginning of 2008 Wow, that's a lot. So 1% right? on the S&P for well, let's let's put it in the Dow. Well, here. Uh according to Dow Jones market data in 2020, stocks incurred daily losses of at least 1% 45 times. So 1% would, on the Dow would be like 350 points. On five of those occasions, drop the stocks dropped more than 5%. That's more than 1000 points. People don't forget don't don't remember that. This was an interesting observation. It said Take a look at your future self. And if you're going to be in 2020, 2032 or 2042, are you even going to remember what happened today? And to put it in perspective, they said, can you remember a single investment, a single investment or investment decision you made in 2012, in January of 2012? Ten, Most, ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Most people can't. I, of course, they couldn't. there's so just, much that's happened in between. Yeah, and you take a long-term view on this, and this will be forgotten too in no well, time. Isn't your whole your niche is retirement planning? That's why we call it the retirement clinic, and that's the Kowal way. Looking at the big picture, people get so caught up. Know what it is, Jeff? Part of it is me. I'm holding my phone in my hand. On the iPhone, you swipe left. There it is. Dow Jones ended up five sixty-four yesterday. Right. Everything. There's like too much information. Well, we the, had that's interesting that you bring that up because I had a discussion with that with a client just this week, and we talked about the difference between knowledge and wisdom. On your phone, you can get all kinds of stuff. On your iPad, there's all kinds of that's data. Knowledge. Uh, that's knowledge. It's information. That's information and knowledge. But how do you convert that that valuable knowledge? Or, or information to wisdom. How do you apply it to your situation? How do you know that what you just read applies to you? And could it actually hurt you? You know, if you see something that it fell something that well, I better get out. That could be the worst thing for you. Um, people overreact. Yes, because of that iPhone. Now, is it good that we have this information? Yes, but in moderation, Jeff. It's like social media, right? People go on and spend hours and wasting, wasting time. You mean that's a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> I I like social media, no. but I'll find after twenty minutes, I can't do it. I just can't do. It. I got to put it down, right? Yeah, there are some things I won't go to anymore. I won't listen to, and I rarely check Facebook. Surround so yourself with people that are like minded, because you can really be brought down. And it can be depressing. There's, again, there's too much information. As I sit here, Jeff, I'm looking at Fox News up on our big, massive flat screen. All it is is this massive snowstorm. They are covering this minute by minute on the East Coast. It's big. 
Look at that. <laughs> There's a reporter out stuck in a snow chair. Of course. So, again, we live in an information society. I think it's only going to get more as, as you know, now we got the watch on our wrist. Everywhere we go, we can see the market and the data. That can be good and bad. That's right. So you have to be careful and find somebody like the Coal Investment Group that can help you convert that to wisdom and how it applies to your situation. Again, we always put your interests first. I want to address a couple of things in Kiplinger's that I think are, are timely before we go to our first break. Um, after the break, we're going to talk about some interesting stuff with pensions. Um, they are declining, but there's, you know, you, some people who still do have pensions. They're, they're a lot like Social Security. They're thinking, is it going to be around when I retire? I want to get to that. But before the break, um, annual earnings limit increases. If you hit your full retirement age next year, this is from last, so 2022, you could earn $51,960 or less in the months before your birthday and not lose any Social Security in 2022. You forfeit a dollar in benefits for every $3 earned over that. And once you reach your full retirement age, then you can make as much as you want. Um, and there are no limits. And when you have to give some benefits back, you eventually get them back because you, you get a recalculation. Um, the other one is uh, a lot of times individuals who are looking to retire early will start taking Social Security at 62. Individuals who are 62 through full retirement by the end of 22 can make up to $19,560 before they lose benefits. In other words, if you're going back to work part-time and you want to take Social Security, as long as you're going to make less than $20,000 a year, you don't have to give up any of your Social Security benefits. I'd say even if you're going to make $30,000 a year, you have to give back some of the benefits for Social Security and withhold a dollar for every $2 earned over that 19560 But again, if you have to give it back, it increases it later on. But just so that you know, if you're going to make twenty dollars or $25,000, if you're going to take Social Security, you're between 62 and full retirement age, um, you can make just under $20,000. If you're going to make $20,000, you're fine. If you make $25,000, you are probably okay too. The other, the other thing is what we talked... I'm sorry, Paul, what were you going no, no, I was going to chime in on just Social Security because the longer you wait, the more you get, basically. I mean, when Carol Richardson is on, we, we get this question every time. Sure. When should I start taking Social Security? Well, the answer is it depends. It Every, does Everybody's depend. different. Yes, I know people that will swear that you have to take it at age 62. Because at break even, if you take it at 60, if you delay the full retirement age, uh, five years, say five years later, 67 full retirement age, it will take you to age 82 to break even to make up for those five years of thing, of of uh, benefits you didn't take. Social Security you didn't take for five years. The actual number is 144 months, so 12 years. So the actual number is age 79. But with interest, it takes you to about age 82. So that's what, so, so they said the break even is 80, 82. The counter to that is I could blow through age 82 oh, and live a lot longer. That's why Absolutely. you delay it. You could be Betty White. Yeah. Live to 99. But, but I know even a doctor that I talked to, he says, there are no 82-year-olds that come in here and are worried, did they make the right decision no. at 62? Oh. They're not worried about it. They're no. not worried about break when they break even on Social Security. So for a lot of our clients, we suggest that they take it at 62, especially if they're going to tap into their retirement plans. Another one blows me away this week when I saw the birthday of Bob Euchre. 88 years old. That's amazing, isn't and, it? And Euchre sounds to me just like yes. he did when I was growing Absolutely. up in high school. I hear that voice. It sounds the same. Yes. That's Ag amazing. Yeah, agreed. 
Good for good for you. Uh, go ahead. I, I inter- Oh, one more thing in Social Security. I tell. I hear people tell me, I want to take it at sixty-two, Paul, because it's going to be gone. Right. I always hear this, but for 30 years, I've been doing these weekend yes. shows and for 30 years, I've been hearing Social Security will won't be there for you, Paul. Well, Carol will tell you that it's going to be there for a number of reasons. One, it's a political hot button. You can, hot potato. You cannot get somebody to cut Social Security. Second, it's not an entitlement. There is funding for that. You are taking money away out of your pocket to pay for that. So you're, you're getting your own money back. So it's not something that's given to you. It's not that type of entitlement without having you first put money into it. So that's a big deal as well. The Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal on News Talk 1130 WISN. I see some questions and we'll get to calls and texts, all of that. We've got till 11 a.m. Okay, Jeff, back to you because I interrupted you on Social Security. No, just the last thing I want to do before we go to a break is um, just on, uh, you can save more on 401ks in 2022. Workers, and you got to make, be aware, I think you have to be aware of this. Um, you can contribute up to $20,500 in your 401ks. That's up $1,000 from last year, the contribution limit. Most 457 plans, 403Bs and thrift plans, the same thing, 20500 Plus, if you're 50 or older, you can add an additional $6,500. That means you can put $27,000 away into your uh, IRA. You can put another, uh, your 401k, you can put another $7,000 if you're over age 50 into a uh your uh, Roth IRA or IRA. So between your 401k and your um, uh, IRA, you could do about $32,000, $33,000. You want to take a phone call or two here? Sure. The Retirement Clinic on WISN. Plenty of time to call in until 11 a.m. Live with Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Kronforst. We go to Cudahy. Dave. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. Hey, Social Security. Okay. Insolvent when? About 2030, 35, 2040? Okay. So Social Security is gone. Big question. What's going to happen then to the people? So first of all, you think that Social Security is actually going to be gone. What they say is by 2037, uh, it'll be gone if if there's not a, a... if you're still paying the full benefit. So if to make no modifications in it, if you're getting $2,000 a month, they might drop it to $1,700 a month, then it'll continue. So it's not going to be gone completely. Again, there's still a funding mechanism. There are people that are still paying into it. So it's not, so the worst case scenario is that Congress does nothing between now and 2037. So what happens is that there's going to be a reduction of benefits at that time. So it won't be the same amount of benefits. So that's what they mean by that. Not that it's going to collapse and there will be zero dollars left. Good. Thanks for your time. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling in. That's a good point. Social Security does play into our retirement plan. We've talked about this for years. But it can't be the sole source of retirement income because it's just not enough, Jeff. That's right. For most people, that you do have to have additional investments, retirement plans, uh, retirement income, real estate, other things that are going to generate income for you. Because if you think about it, if you have a, um, if Social Security is your sole source, it may be thirty to forty thousand dollars a year of, of income for you. For a lot of people, it's a lot less than that, and for a lot of people, that's not enough. So you do have to supplement it. You do have to have other sources of income in retirement. 
coming up the Boss Minute with Aaron Kowal. Business owners, their savings, and their security. And the Retirement Clinic with the sexy segment still to come. Jeff Kowal is here to answer your questions. And if you've got a question, you can text us. I see a couple HSA questions coming in. We'll see if we can dive into those. But we prefer the phone calls. We'd love to take your call. And we've got lines open on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text number here at WISM. Call the Retirement Clinic at Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Being successful is what most people strive for. However, it can come with a major downside. Being successful can make you a potential target for lawsuits, including trivial and unfounded ones. As a business owner, you need to take steps to protect the assets you've worked so hard to build, and asset protection planning can help you do just that. Essentially, you're building a wall around your wealth that is as difficult as legally possible for litigators, creditors, and others to scale. Consider taking these key actions. Get protected before claims made against you. Think of it like insurance. It doesn't help you if it's not in place before you need it. And assuming you won't need it could cost you a lot more in the end. Cover the basics. Evaluate your liability insurance and other related policies. Maximize them as best as you can. Consider taking on a large umbrella policy to safeguard your assets. Three, consider a variety of other asset protection strategies. The protection you may need will depend on your specific situation, but it's a good idea to consider options such as property casualty insurance, various forms of ownership that either put assets beyond reach of a creditor or make them less desirable, gifting assets when there are no current creditor issues, and structure any un- any expected gifts and or inheritance to protect them from claims of creditors. And four, be sure your attorney or other professionals are qualified to help protect your assets. Many financial professionals aren't in a position to provide guidance and implementation of protection. At Coal Investment Group, we can help you through this process. If you need help protecting your assets and your business, or if you'd like a complimentary copy of these asset protection tips, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040. Or visit thekowalway.com. Today's Boss Minute Business Owners Savings and Security. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic. WISN every Saturday. We are live at 10 a.m. Jeff Kowal is, of course, your host, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Kronforst. Let's go back to your questions. To the phones we go, John, next from Milwaukee. John, good morning. Hi, John. Yeah, the question I have is, I'm retired now, and I was wondering, should I keep putting money into my 401k? If you're retired, you can't put money into your 401k because you have to be working for that company to do it. Okay. Um, But you can, if you have earned income from whatever source, you can still do IRAs and Roth IRAs. Uh, the, the Secure Act a couple of years ago raised the limit that you can contribute beyond age 70 and age 70 and a half. So if you're still working, but still making some income, and you don't qualify for the 401k, you can still put money into retirement plans elsewhere. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks for the call, John. Thank you, John, for the phone call. Good question today. Take a look at rolling that into an IRA, too, his existing 401k, just because uh, he might have better options. Uh, so the, he can get some planning with that as well. So 
there might be other reasons to to uh, do something with your 401k. So, John, if you would like, and anybody listening right now, following up off the air, the com or a simple phone call, 262-522-4040 is the phone number at the Cowell Investment Group, uh, 262-522-4040. Uh, is this our second cut of hay call? Uh, Stephen, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Great, Stephen. How are you? I'm doing well. So I'm a part-time firefighter, and I just recently got hired with a public works department. And this year I'll be entering into Wisconsin retirement system. So I'm just curious, a little more information on that. Is that similar to a 401k or Social Security or kind of like a pension? They do. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you will have options to put money into that. There's a thrift plan that the state of Wisconsin has. Their retirement, the Wisconsin retirement system is a... Uh, a pension plan, um, and it's uh, it's actually a pretty good system. It's uh, uh, um, uh, adjusted for inflation, inflation adjusted, so it's a pretty good plan. Most importantly, you're going to a worthy career. I I like the fact that you're going into that, and we need guys like you. Um, but yeah, I, I would especially in the early years put as much as you possibly can. Increase as time goes on. Find out more about your benefits. And if you want to give me a holler and run through the benefits with me, I'd be happy to do it. Yes, you. thank you for your service, Stephen. We do appreciate yes, that. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate so your if you have to, Yeah, if you have to fill out forms or something, say, what should I do with this or this or what should I add to or contribute to or you know, give me a holler and I'll help you with that. All right. Sounds great. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. You too, Stephen. Yep. Thank you, Stephen, for the phone call. A lot of questions coming in. We continue with your calls on the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line, The Retirement Clinic, 799-1130. Caledonia next and Randy. Randy, good morning. Hi, Randy. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my question's a little uh, different, but it's about, there was discussion about Social Security and funding. And um, since COVID, um, 75% of all the people that have passed away were Social Security recipients. How does that affect the bottom line of Social Security? That's an interesting question. Um, but you have to be careful with that one because you may lead the um, politicians to think that there's excess money in there that they can spend oh, on something else. Yep. <laughs> it probably won't hurt the system, but... Um, you're talking about still millions and millions of people that are coming on there, millions of people that are retiring every day that are going on to the system. So it may adjust it by a year or two as time goes on before it runs out or has to be adjusted. That's a, that's a good observation. Um, uh, but you can, be, you can bet that if they don't spend it, um, uh, but, you know, the life expectancy, chances are with medical technology and that, even though we had a blip in there, there are occasionally blips in the radar screen with regard to Social Security and all of them, mortality tables and that. Um, and I just think that it's probably just a blip. It's probably not going to have enough of an impact to extend the life of Social Security much longer than maybe a half a year or a year. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks for the call. Good, yep. good observation, too. Thank you so much for the question. Okay, a couple of texts came in, Jeff, and the one you wanted to address here. Concerns the HSA account. That's a health savings account. I myself have one at yep. Clear, or Clear Channel. My goodness. iHeartMedia, yep. said I love it. Here's a question. Can an HSA account be converted to a Roth 
without penalty after age 65. Well, first of all, you can't convert an HSA to a Roth. So let's start there. Second thing is that you probably wouldn't want to anyway. Um, you know, HSA is not, a saving, is not a retirement savings account. It's a health savings account. So that's why the difference is. Uh, secondly, HSAs have actually have better tax benefits than Roth IRAs. Uh, with an HSA, your contributions are not taxed. So with a Roth IRA, you have to pay taxes on the contributions as they go in. And secondly, um, with both an HSA and Roth IRAs, the growth and qualified distributions are tax-free. So you're not paying taxes on it coming out of the HSA anyway if it's for a qualified. So what I think what he's trying to say is, hey, can I convert that money and then spend it on anything? Well, no. You can't do that. You can't put that into a Roth IRA because Roth IRA, the earnings would be tax-free and then you could spend on anything. After you reach, this came as a, as a follow-up, Jeff. Um, after you retire, can you contribute to HSAs? Uh, that That's a question for John White in our office. John White, if you're listening. <laughs> he knows those inside and out. So he'll be able to tell you contribution limits at ages you can. Uh, and my guess is that if you have a high deductible plan, you probably still can, but that's a really question for him. Hey, Jeff, in general, HSAs are, are becoming more popular. Not everybody offers them, though. That's right. 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 Okay. I'm just saying, I like mine. Oh, good. <laughs> and you, it's a great benefit. Again, you don't put your own... Uh, uh, Companies get, are offering more benefits You're not paying now. tax on my going in. It's tax-free if you use it for qualified uh, expenses. So, well, that's fine. Okay, so Jeff, we have to get to your sexy segment soon. We will do that probably after the commercial break. Yep. Uh, the questions are coming in rapidly, and we've got a lot of them. It's 799-1130, but we don't, we're on until 11 o'clock. If you want to talk to Jeff and his staff off the air, we haven't mentioned this yet, Jeff, you've got offices located literally all over, headquartered in Waukesha, Port Washington, Wisconsin. I will be there tonight. Excellent. Not at their office, but in Port. Yeah, right? not at your office. <laughs> well, unless somebody's there, Fine. Joe Still, and he wants to visit or something. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Racine, your newest location is right off the freeway at Highway 20. So all the, those locations, Jeff, and your website, thecowellway.com, your phone number, 262 5224040 if people have questions off the air you don't mind this absolutely not Contact. give us a call um again if you a sweet spot for us is if you have 750,000 if you have a million 2 million 3 million dollars in assets are close to already in retirement. We help people with this, our clients all the time with this. We care deeply about your success in retirement. We address all areas of, of planning, taxes, uh, legal work, uh, health, uh, health savings accounts, uh, long-term care, all areas of planning, a cash flow analysis to make sure you have enough money to retire. So really that's the sweet spot of what we do. If you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, you're thinking about retiring sometime this year, or if you're just not happy with your with the advice you're getting from your current advisor, a lot of times we'll have people call us about that and come and see us because of that. So, Also, you know, you guys made the Barron's Top Financial Advisor list going way back to 2014 and uh, up through 2020 Financial Times. Top 400 advisors, Milwaukee Biz Times, Future 50. Jeff, you're in the Forbes list of best in state wealth advisors the last couple of years. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. It, well, we, you know, the thing that we do is again, we don't look for those um, accolades, we don't look for the recognition. We try to do what's in the best interest of our clients. And the 
publications recognize that. They recognize that we have a, the next generation plan in place, a succession plan in place. They like the fact that we have multiple locations. They like the fact that we're uh, state, uh, uh, countrywide. We're licensed in 27 states. So if you move somewhere else or if somebody is listening it's somewhere else in the country, chances are we can help you as well. So those are all the things that, go, that contribute to why we get that recognition. And your marketing people like Alyssa or even your son Aaron, if he were here, would um, not be happy if I didn't Talk about your social media sites. Okay. Your social media sites, <laughs> LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, you're on Facebook. All of that is on Jeff's main site, thekowalway.com. Please check it out. All right. When we come back, the sexy segment. It's different every week. It's always about wealth management and preservation. And it's next as we continue with Jeff Kowal, your host. I'm Paul Cronforst. And this is the Retirement Clinic, Saturdays on WISN. The sexy segment, wealth management and preservation. That's the core of what we do each week. This segment is a feature. Each week on the Retirement Clinic, Jeff Kowal, live in studio. Welcome back. This is WISN, and I'm Paul Cronforst. All right, what do you got for us, Jeff? Well, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Um, And a lot of people don't necessarily know that they have a million dollars, but if you have $500,000 in your retirement plan, if you have 500000 in assets, you're over a million. If you have life insurance at $2 million, you're at $3 million. So it can it can surprise you how much you have. This is for those, this particular segment today is for those who are charitably inclined with a lot of wealth. It's a Kiplinger's article, um, a charitable trust with many benefits. Are you looking for an additional income stream in retirement? Do you want to leave behind something for charity and cut your tax bill now and when you pass away? And when you pass away? If the answer is yes, a charitable remainder trust might be right for you. This is a complex area. You have to talk to attorneys about this to make sure you do it right. But it's really, it's, uh, it's, CRT is an irrevocable split interest trust, what that means between the charity and you, that provides income to you and any designated beneficiaries for a specified number of years, up to 20, or for the rest of your life, or beneficiaries with the remaining assets donated to charity. Between 5% and 50% of the trust assets must be distributed at least annually, but 10% or more of the CRT's initial value, charitable remainder trust, must eventually go to charity. So there is a charitable inclination, first of all, and then if you if you want tax benefits on it, there are two types, charitable remainder annuity trust, uh, a, a charitable remainder, tr- uh, uh, yeah, charitable remainder trust. Uh, a set amount is distributed to you or beneficiaries that aren't charities each year. Estate tax savings, CRTs, and first and foremost, a tool for reducing the estate tax for people who are charitably inclined. That's because assets contributed to those trusts are generally not included in your estate when you die. If they're part of your estate, they won't be subject. If if they're not part of your estate. They won't be subject to federal estate tax. This is, you know, the, the limit now for 2022 is $12 million that could be excluded from estate taxes. So if your wealth is over that and uh, for an individual and $24 million for a couple, 
this is something that I think makes a lot of sense that you at least should take a look at. You can also claim an, an itemized charitable deduction on your income tax return for the year you set up the CRT. The deduction is for for the projected amount that will go to charity. So it's not just for estate tax purposes, If you, it, although that's a big, big, big plus, but also if you're charitably inclined and want an income, you want to take income from it as well and have the remainder go to uh, the trust, to, to charity. It wraps it up uh, by saying, although the tax benefits are nice, this is really important. Uh, don't let the tax tail wag the dog. If you're not charitably inclined, don't opt for the CRT. Charitable remainder trusts are not for everybody. So if you're not a charity, if you're just going for a tax benefit, don't do it. But if you're charitably inclined and want to get a tax benefit, that's a reason to do it. Well, that was pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah. But ch check with your attorney. They're fairly complex, but uh, the concept is pretty simple. It's implementation. It's a little more complex, and that's why you have to see a, a qualified estate planning attorney to be able to do that. Um, things like that, estate planning, Jeff, if I come to the Kowal Investment Group and you don't have, you point us to, in fact, you've had many guests on over Absolutely. Years. And that's important. It's important to have an estate planning attorney outside of the firm you're working with on your investments. I think it's very important. You get the best ones in town, first of all. Secondly, sometimes the, the attorney... Uh, in-house may not question what your investment advisor or the accountants are doing, whereas somebody outside may say, what's going on here? Is this the right way to approach it? We work with a lot of attorneys, high quality, high integrity, um, who aren't uh, chasing ambulances by day and doing estate planning by night. So they're doing estate planning. That's what they do for a living. So, yeah, we've got some great people that, that come on our show periodically and others that are just great resources for us. Good stuff, as always. Today's sexy segment on WISN's Retirement Clinic. When we come back, Jeff Kowal continues with questions. If you got a question, sneak in. 12 minutes left on the program. Off the air, the best way to reach out is going to Jeff's website or calling them, thekowalway.com or 262-522-4040. Uh, are you still doing virtual visits, Jeff? If, if people, sure. Uh, we, we are doing a lot of them, especially for people who are out of town. So if, you, if, if that's more comfortable, go ahead and do it, Absolutely, right? yes. Okay, we'll come back af after this break on WISN. Stick around. Wait a minute. I think this is the Gin Blossoms. That's right. Yes. Now, I'm not a big fan of theirs, but there are a couple of songs that stick out in your mind all the time. You Found know, out about you. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Jealousy. Right? Yeah. Do you know that song? Of course I do. <laughs> yeah. You know a lot about tell you younger generation are. music. I will yeah. say it that yeah. way. Well, Head in the Heart is somebody that we still like a lot. Adam and Andrea introduced us to them. Anyway, that's a different issue. I want to talk about company pensions. Uh, U.S. pensions are overfunded, more overfunded than they have been in years. Um, this is either Barron's or Wall Street Journal. At any rate, a companies' U.S. pensions are more overfunded than they have been years amid strong equity markets. Those surpluses will likely go up further if long-term corporate bonds continue to rise as many of the plans' yields uh, increase the value of their liabilities. Uh, an estimated 40 
1.40 of the largest 100 U.S. pension plans were funded at 100% or more. Sometimes people will say, is my pension okay? And if it, if it fails, a lot of them, are, if it's not a government, government pension, it'll fall on, or a municipality, it'll, you can go on to PBGC, which is Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. But that was getting stressed as well. But now 40 of the largest 100 are 100% funded or more. The most since 2007. In, in 2020, there were only 16 of the largest 100 companies that were uh, uh, overfunded. And there were 13 in 2019. So that's more than double. Uh, um, yeah, more than double in 10 years, uh, according to Willis Towers uh, Watson. Discount rates are forecast to continue their upward climb this year, which would push up funding levels even more as the Federal Reserve signals its intention to raise interest rates. So what that means, higher interest rates mean companies need to set aside less in the way of assets to fully fund their pensions. Interest rate inverse relationship. Interest rates go up. Um, you know, a lump sum would go down, but that's because they have to, less, to set aside less money to uh, support the pensions. There are fewer pensions now. I saw one article that said, this is from CNN Money, which is a questionable source to begin with. But <laughs> Just CNN in <laughs> yeah, general that's right. is but questionable. They say they were down, that. Uh, I don't think it was ever this high, that defined benefit pension plans are now 4%, down from 60% in the early 80s, I think it was about 47% in the early 80s. 47, 47% of companies had pensions in the early 80s, and now it's down around 7%. I, I've got a pension still when I was with Hearst. It'll be little, yeah. but Hearst but, owned us and Channel 12 at the same time. Um, speaking of CNN, so last night, my wife and I are watching Sean Hannity and Fox News. This was about 7.40 p.m., and they're covering the slain police officer in new york very touching moment all those oh police did you see the I, sea I, of police I, I really don't even want to talk about it paul i'm heartbroken by that and the, and the wife the though. wife was ripping well okay what's your point my point is <laughs> let's see what cnn is doing we do this all the time now you always should see what the other side in my case the other yeah. side is doing. go to cnn they're ripping trump uh, they cannot stop talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. Do they know he's not president anymore? Well, let's hope he will be again in a couple of years. But uh, it's a good thing that pensions are are overfunded. That's a very good thing. More people are contributing to the 401ks. The contribution limits to 401ks are going up as well. I didn't mean to touch a nerve with you, Paul. Thank you for CNN getting us thing. back on track. <laughs> I got us off track. You got us back on. Yeah. But again, it's important that, that uh, you contribute to your 401k plans if you have a pension plan plan that is a great thing to have. A lot of times what companies were doing is uh, asking you to give up your pension plan because they were going to do a, quote, enhancement, close quote, of their retirement plans. When they ever say that, you know, the, almost always know you're going to get screwed, that they're trying to take away your pension plan and have you contribute more to your 401k. What's happened, what happened in the past is that some companies, and not all, some companies would take away their pension with the promise that they'll put more money into the 401k on your behalf, and then something like COVID hits. And they say, well, we can't, we have to discontinue contributions or, or matching contributions to 401ks. So you always have to be careful with that. And a lot of times if you have a pension, that's a good thing to have. Is that a technical retirement term that gets screwed? <laughs> yeah, if you have, if you see enhancement with your pension, then yeah, that is a technical term. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you though, that CNN. If if you're a Democrat and you voted for Joe Biden, he's president now. In my Joe Biden whisper, he's the president. 
Why are they going Paul, back? You're going back to this. I, I got us away from that. It just drives me nuts. So during the week, just like a couple of our callers, if they, uh, if you have a question about retirement planning or investments, we manage about a $1.1 billion of assets for our clients. Um, so we, we're used to handling large amounts of money. That's why I think people with... A significant amount of wealth feel comfortable coming to the Coal Investment. Oh, you got to trust. You've got to have a trust yep. in your advisor, Jeff. It's a relationship, no doubt about it. We meet them on the show, guys like Joe Still and Ed Marie, and again, I'm going to miss John White, John who White. we need to call if we've got HSA questions. That's He's right. Go to guy. What's that phone number to call? Aaron and Ray, all those guys. Uh, Aaron Spitzner. Um, uh, 262-522-4040. We are fiduciary advisors. We always put your client, our client's interest first. Always put your interest first, especially if you're close to it or already in retirement. Uh, the, the website is thekowalway.com. That's K-O-W-A-L. Thekowalway.com. On Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that good stuff. And if you forget all of this, just remember that site just Jeff just mentioned, thekowalway.com in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, and of course, Racine. Jeff, we'll see you next week. Sounds good, Paul. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to News Talk 1130 WISN, Milwaukee.